Alright guys, sorry to interrupt um, this episode, but I just wanted to have a quick little intermission here. And I just wanted to let you know that I actually have made a audiobook and it's out on, on, on Audible right now. It's called Cupid's Resonation. It's about finding love and relationships. So if you guys want to check it out, I'll leave the link in the description and then you guys can go check it out. Alright, that's it. Continue with the episode. Alright, what is up everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of I Read It So You Don't Have To. So today's episode we're going to talk about the origin of species. And this one is mainly going to focus on the missing link in the evolutionary chain. So since um, the beginning when people started to believe that man is the descendant from apes, they wanted to find the missing link, which basically means... Um, half man half ape species and how they want to find it so they can learn how ape transitioned into humans so it began when a Dutch paleontologist called Eugene Dubois um, in 1890 he dug up basically half of Indonesia uh, in a place called Java and he found remains in, in a pit that he dug and he basically called the Java man and Dubois basically said that this Java man was the missing link. Um, and then people and other scientists went over there to take a look at the remains. And in 1923, basically scientists and other um, specialists um, decided that the Java man was not the missing link. And it was just in fact a, a normal upright man. And then Dubois basically disappeared. After that happened, and then we never heard from him again. Um, so, a prime example of what the missing link is, is the sort of Bigfoot, or the Yeti, or the Sasquatch, and all, all that sort of thing. Those are considered the missing link. They're kind of half ape, half man. And they're so really popular in the 19th century, and even to this day. And a lot of scientific people actually believe that. So... Grover Krantz, which is a professor of anthropology at Washington State University, and and Gregory Bourne, which is the who is the director of the internationally respected Yerkes National Primate Research Center of Atlanta, Georgia, they both were really believers of Bigfoot. Many other anthropologists in the UK, um, in the States, and everywhere else, they were all firm believers of this. And in 1953, an explorer called Sir Edmund Hillary, he actually went on an expedition in, to find the Bigfoot in 1960 uh, because he, he, he was said in 1953 he saw the Bigfoot. And then in 1960, he wanted to go gather evidence of it. And well, during his expedition in 1959, uh, an actor called James Stewart, he actually got a uh, skeletonized yeti hand from the dependent monks and he was able to get it back to London for examination. Um, but throughout, after examination, they found nothing of it and it was just a Neanderthal's hand. One of the main problems of the missing link theory is that no one actually said there was a missing link. Darwin never suggested uh, never suggested there was a missing link 
from ape to man and no one else have ever said it but people that read his book and read scientific articles just decided that there was a missing link um it could be the theory became really popular when desmond morris uh came out with the book the naked ape which kind of which in the book he compares humans to other animals and also suggesting that man was a descendant from apes moving on um in 2006 um expeditions and explorations were still going on and this time it was uh it was by a person called david reich um he was a geneticist from harvard and he basically revealed a divergence of humans and chimpanzees uh from a common ancestor and and he kind of said how humans and chimpanzees kind of diverged from this common ancestor um so even though he couldn't prove that there was a missing link he proved he did prove that chimpanzees and humans are very similar in genetics and even still uh, the idea of the missing link still went on and people were still trying to find it and in the 1990s um charles dawson which is who was an archaeologist um dug up half of sussex and he found the Peldown man um, and he basically said that that was the missing link but it just turns out that the skull was human and then the jaw and teeth area were chimpanzees but there was chemicals and like obvious fraudulent properties of it but we don't know who actually it was that made the fraudulent thing but they just proved that it was wrong and in 1974 um bones were found in ethiopia and they were called lucy which was the first um chimpanzee-like skeleton structure that they found um so in late in the later years in 2010 a similar version of lucy was found but older and taller um but no one from the dog site um said that this was the missing link it was just they, they all, all of them just said like they just found a very chimpanzee-like bone structure. So in the Soviet Union in the 1920s, a biologist called Ilya Ivanovich Ivano, he started the Human Z Project. Basically, what he what he was trying to do, he was trying to breed human and chimpanzees, or orangutans, or even gorillas. Um, during this time, he already had success breeding, crossbreeding zebras and donkeys, al- along with cows and antelopes, with rabbits and and rats. So, in 1925, Ivano got funding from the Kremlin, and then he went to Africa to conduct this experiment with the sun. Um, and in 1926, Ivano basically did the first round of the experiment so where he brought human sperm and put it into female chimpanzees and try to see if they could breed but no results came from that and then he did another second round of experiments in 19 around 1927 but this time with female humans and chimpanzee sperm 
Still, again, there was no no results, and it was a failure. And then, and by 1927, the French were kind of getting unsettled by it, and then they forced them to go back to Russia. And after after many years, in 19 the, in 1980s, there was the first case of HIV and AIDS, and as we know, HIV was derived from monkeys and such thing and we still know don't know the exact cause of how hiv got into humans but some people are saying that it was from environmental experiment from trying to crossbreed chimpanzees and uh and humans um so and like a closing statement um in 2001 people were saying africa had the first real human being that emerged but in 2006 um, Israel found the first human bones that were actually 200,000 years even earlier than Africa's bones so as of now Israel is the first sighting has the oldest first oldest human bones but we don't know that something might come up in the later years to debunk that but that just proves that the search for humans and how humans got here are still going on to this day and it's still a very wide topic and people there's a lot of different sites and people are taking are on different sites and a lot of theories are around but that's it for this episode if you guys enjoyed make sure to follow the podcast for more interesting episodes and i'll see you guys tomorrow